6.52 this Tuesday morning on Wisconsin's Morning News. Checking in with two-time sports writer of the year for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, Lori Nickel. And saw Lori last week, Eric, at the uh, Myers-Leonard event oh, that I yeah. did at the uh, JCC. Excellent. Lori, I keep waiting for your article, though, because I want your <laughs> takeaways. Are, are you putting something together, or what, what, you know, what are your thoughts coming out of that evening? Yeah, that is not something we wanted to turn around in a 12-hour period because there was so much there to unpack. So the story is in. It's just it's probably going to run today or sometime this week. Um, there's so much sensitive material there, too. We have to be sure what words we can use, which is interesting <laughs> because that's the whole point of this meeting with Myers-Leonard. And I'm curious further of what you have to say as well. That You know, he's apologized for two years. It's It's even Mark Shapiro, the president of the Jewish Community Center, said it's it's time. Like we accept your forgiveness. You know, for the most everybody believes his apology. I wanted to look at where do we take this next? And for me, it was the first time I have ever gotten to talk to somebody who went through cancel culture. Um, Myers Leonard is the basketball player with the Bucks who used an anti-Semitic slur while he was playing a video game online. This was two years ago, and he's been apologizing ever since, but it hasn't been been enough. Um, immediately after, and for some time, he faced death threats. His wife faced um, threats online as well, some of which are so brutal. I won't repeat them here. And this put him in a state of severe depression. He was already dealing with anxiety and social anxiety, things that he wasn't sure that he had until he went to therapy. Um, but this put him in you know, a point in his life where he was suicidal. And that's pretty extreme, going from saying something that you regret and that you're not, he wasn't even sure you know, it was harmful, um, that it wasn't just slang, that it was an actual hurtful term, to being suicidal over it. And I wanted to know how he dealt with that. And this has been in some way how he's dealt with it to keep apologizing. But it brought up for me, and I don't, I would love to hear what you thought, but it brought up for me a lot of other questions. Can we accept somebody taking accountability and responsibility and apologize for that? Can we get rid of this cancel culture thing. You know, no athlete that I can ever think of, and Mark Shapiro said the same thing, has ever made these steps of apologizing and working with the Jewish community in various cities all across the country for two years. Like, we've never seen so many, you know, areas of trying to apologize. Can we accept someone's effort um, rather than looking for their, perf- you know, perfection. And also, can we accept that this is going to happen in sports? There is no such thing anymore as just keep it to sports. Sports is going to be the forefront of social issues for the for whatever we are dealing with as a society because we have such a great collection of people on team from different backgrounds all over the country and obviously so much diversity. Can we accept that there's an opportunity here for all of us to learn something. To me, that that meeting with Myers-Leonard was an opportunity for us more than it was for Myers to kind of learn what he went through, to understand the cancel culture that exists online, to understand that there's a no tolerance (laughs) um, type of feel right now in our society. It's like you have to be perfect or you're out. And that just doesn't make sense. 
especially to somebody who's Myers Leonard is not only trying to apologize, but he's trying to learn and and develop and advance the conversation. Well, and my so other takeaway on that, Lori, was that. Uh, in talking with people, they were asking me, you know, like, well, what was that like? And and I got the question of like, how long does he have to keep apologizing? And I think you hit it on, uh, on out front is in terms of the Jewish community, they're. They've they've moved on and no one person speaks for an entire community. But that's what I heard that night from Jews that I know who were there in the audience is, okay, you apologized. You've atoned. We're past this. The next step for Myers Leonard is where else does he want to continue his activism? And it does sound like he wants to do that. But there is cleaning up the language in locker rooms and clubhouses. There's cleaning up the language in online platforms where he said it's an absolute sewer of terrible speech and things like that. I've got a kid who's a gamer who likes to watch these things. I would be appalled if I ever went down in, in his lair where he's down there watching this stuff. And I heard the kind of language that, that was spoken. So there are next steps for Myers Leonard if he wants to continue his advocacy. And I like that you said that, too, if he wants to continue, because that's what I asked Mark Shapiro you know, and others. What if Myers just wants to apologize and move on? And that, that has to be okay, too. But he wants to keep pursuing this. And being an ally means something. That means now if he hears something in the locker room, he's going to say something. And that's the progress of moving forward. If he had hurt himself two years ago, we wouldn't have Myers Leonard as an ally right now. And that's the takeaway from this for me. Lori Nickel, two-time sports writer of the year with the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Look for that piece dropping soon on JS Online. Thanks, Lori. Great to catch up with you. Thank you so much. Take care.